can be seen. Yes. And like, I think that that takes time. That takes a lot of self-discovery. And I think that's really knowing yourself. Definitely. And I think doing the work is like how you get to a point to be able to be like, I've seen all my sides. I know my dark. I know my light. Mm -hmm. And I accept all of that as, as who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of who that person is. And I have the courage to be able to let other people see that too. Definitely. Um, I speaking with my therapist, uh, in terms of like being authentic, for me sometimes it's always just being on like brutally, um, unapologetically like myself, and that can lead to a little bit of trouble because not everybody is, not everybody is comfortable and safe with themselves. <clears throat> so when you show them parts of you, that may trigger them in some ways, and and they don't like that, right? Mm-hmm. And with that said, my current homework for next week's session is like. How I can pick and choose who is actually a safe person for me to be fully vulnerable with. And this is like on a deeper, deeper level, right? Of like, sometimes I create, I share, I overshare with people because I want to, one, help them understand why I am the way that I am. And two, make space for them and show them I'm vulnerable with you because I want you to know, like, this is, I'm never going to fucking judge you. I don't, I don't care. I've done a lot of crazy shit. And I've seen a lot of things. I've been through a lot of experiences. So I am not here to judge you. And if you ever need somebody, I'm here to talk to you. Welcome to the Meeting Yourself podcast. I'm Fair, your host. And today I am joined by Bianca, who is one of my best friends. And she makes me so happy. But more important than anything is that she is the most authentic person that I know. She lives her heart fully and just really shows up as exactly who she is in every environment. And I respect that so much. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. And that is why I wanted to have her join me today to talk about authenticity. How do we show up and the courage that it takes to be able to represent yourself in the fullest of lights in every environment, which can be really overwhelming and even scary for some people. So thank you, Bianca. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Look at our mics. We mic'd up. We mic'd up today. Tab it one, two. Um, Oh, my little little thing came off, but that's okay. Probably. Um, Sorry, we'll we'll stay on the track. Well, actually, who knows where this conversation is. We will not be staying on track. (laughs) Let me just go ahead and throw that out there. Her and I, (laughs) all the time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, but I do, I want to talk about, uh, well, let's start with awesome authenticity, um, is defined by this idea of being a hundred percent genuine to be able to represent yourself and your thoughts and to be able to speak them clearly and truthfully, um, in all that you do. And I'm just curious, like when you hear the word authenticity, like what comes to mind? Um, just being true to yourself and Mm -hmm regardless of what other people think or feel or, you know, say about you, just knowing who you are and standing in that and just, you know, again, staying true to yourself and being authentic, not letting other people sway your opinions or your actions. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, despite what, again, whatever anybody else might say or think about you, Mm -hmm. you just got to do what feels right and feels good to you. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that when you are, I like thought about this a couple of years ago, and it's this idea of abandoning yourself. And I mm-hmm. think it's really easy to abandon yourself to be able to live in the expectations of everyone else around you. And Definitely. I think that that's where things get really dangerous because it happens overnight. It's unintentional. Like you're truly trying to just like keep the harmony or just keep the peace with the world or the people around you that we lose touch with what we even want and what we're trying and what we desire and like even what our own truth is. And I think there was a large period of time where I was abandoning myself so often Mm -hmm. that I didn't even recognize I was doing it anymore. I definitely have been there. I I think I grew up in an environment as a child that I always wanted to have like the love and like the attention and the affection of my parents. So I would try Mm -hmm. to, I would consider myself and I've been told that I'm an empath. And it's part of that is because I was constantly trying to read the room and adapt to everybody else's feelings um Mm. and kind of shape myself or you know mold myself to make other people feel comfortable and safe and like like me right and then after that it kind of evolved into a relationship Mm -hmm. 
um, and friendships around me. I just kind of always tried to do what other people expected of me and Mm -hmm. be the person that like other people wanted me to be. Um, and with that, I definitely lost myself big time. Mm -hmm. So now at this age, I, I'm so fine with losing people as long as I don't lose myself. Yes. And I think that's part of me being authentic in, you know, my boldness and brashness and obnoxiousness, let's just say, (laughs) um, is is not for everybody. And I know that and I'm okay with that. And if people don't like that, then that, you know, I don't like mayonnaise. A lot of people do. Like people just like what they like and they don't like what they don't like. And I'm not for everyone. That's fine. And I'm comfortable with that. Well, and I think that, I think if everyone around you likes you, and not to say that there's not likable people out there, but, like, if you're so agreeable and so, like, middle of the road on every single thing, Mm -hmm. then it's like, are you really being, are you really even having an opinion? Are you really stating your ground? Are you allowing yourself to have some of that polarity that is required in being authentic? And that's like, I think that the empath part of um, that you just described, I think is really spot on because I think as someone who's also empathic, it's like you can feel people's reactions to you when you say or do certain things Mm -hmm. and you can feel when it's more favorable and you can feel when it's starting to turn someone off. Definitely. And it's like, and you're kind of like in, like in my mind, I'm always like, Ooh, I'm starting to rub you the wrong way. Yeah, I can see it. I can feel it. I can feel your energy being like, no, not for me. (laughs) And before I definitely would be like, sorry. Or, like, try to tone it down or try to, you know... smaller. Yes, definitely. I was always trying to fit into a box, especially, like, in my past relationship. One of them, at least. Always trying to be like, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Or, like, you know, zip it, I'm not going to... I'm not going to say how I feel or show you all the sides of me that I think are, like, less desirable or maybe, like, shameful to others or even in the past like to me that I thought like was shameful I think a big part of me being authentic and living authentically has been working through a lot of shame resiliency in my life Mm -hmm. is that all the things I used to dislike about myself or feel like bad for I think really kept me Mm -hmm. small and kept me in that box but now I'm just like you know what I those things happened that was my life I was raised that way I didn't get to choose a lot of the things Mm -hmm. that happened to me as a child especially and as growing up before I became my own adult so I can't really if you want to judge me on those things and like that's totally for you so working through a lot of that shame also brought me to be like I'm me and the experiences that I've had made me me Mm -hmm. and they also help shape the way that I think and the way that I see things so while obviously I'm not always trying to be an asshole and you know, like for other people, you're not <laughs> something different. But um, I think, like, obviously, I'm not walking in the room and like, fuck off, bitches. Like, you know, I'm not like being super aggressive, but I'm also like, unless it calls for it in that moment. To make it. Yeah, I definitely don't walk into the room and say that, but like, definitely, I will say that at some point if 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 that's the energy that I'm getting back, yeah. I'm definitely gonna meet you at that same level because, like, like you said. I can feel it. I can feel when somebody doesn't fuck with me or somebody's like, mm, don't like it. Yeah. Um, which maybe makes me better as an employee that I know like when and where and how. I know my audience, I guess I'll yes. say. Like picking and choosing your audience and like also just recognizing, reading the room. Mm-hmm. Like I think that that makes a huge difference. And also like there's time and place for everything. Exactly. So like picking like... You know, maybe I'm not gonna, you know, like do certain things in front of certain groups of people, but then like around your friends, like certain people, like I'm gonna be a hundred percent me. If I, I can, in I can social choose. settings, to, yeah, not like professional social settings, but definitely in social settings, I'm always like, this is me, and if you don't like it, that's okay, mm-hmm. because I'm gonna be vulnerable and I'm gonna be my true self. So then you're not ever gonna have to guess or figure out like who I am because you're gonna see a hundred percent right up front, like. Yeah. This is me. This is what I do. This is who I am. And if you don't like it, then that, that's totally fine with yeah. me. But that's like your, that's your decision to make. It's yeah. Not, I can control how somebody otherwise. feels. Yeah. Well, and I like that you brought the shame part because that's what I was thinking about it this morning, that there is really this idea, like, I think we try to, we feel shameful about certain things and we try to hide those parts of us because we feel like they're less lovable. Mm-hmm. Right? So if we don't, if like we feel shame about it, we hide it because we're like, if they knew this about me, they won't like me. Yes. They won't love me. Yes. 
And then I believe that like once I made that step into being like seeing all of who I am and loving all the parts of me, even the parts that might be deemed shameful, Mm -hmm. then it was kind of like, I don't like, I love me. So I'm going to see all of that. And if you see that and change how you view me, that doesn't change how I view myself. Exactly. And that also makes me feel like you're also not the type of person that I would want in my life. Mm -hmm. Because if you can't understand that people have like made mistakes and have like trials and hard times and hardships and we're all human here Mm -hmm. then and and if you can't understand that and see that and and be able to get to know me on a deeper level than just like my like socially like kind of wild self then that's not really somebody I would want in my life either like accepting all of me yeah like and for who I am and if you don't like that then it's like then that's okay and like I'm okay with that's your loss (laughs) I am a rat First of all, I think I'm the buddiest person I know. <laughs> you are, so I actually really do think My girlfriend you. yesterday and I were in the car, and I was looking at my phone, and I just kept laughing. She's like, what are you laughing at? I was like, myself. And I'm just reading memes or always just thinking of myself, like, all the silly, stupid things that I do or I'm sad, and I'm just like, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it's like, catching up, like, being able to, like, get on that same level, I think is so... And then it's like, when you do sync up with the people yes. that really jive with you... And they do like it just lines up and it's like, oh, this is what it this is what I, I like that matters. These are the people that are important to me because they do understand me, they do like me, and they like me for <clears> me, <throat> exactly. not for some version of who I think I should be. Exactly. Public. I know plenty of people who change up like their vibe, their energy, depending on who they're like dating, right? Or who mm-hmm they are hoping to date right and i'm just like "Mm." when that veil drops you both are going to be in for a very sore surprise that like you can't just shield and like hide put these walls up to the person that you are if you're hoping to establish like a genuine connection with anybody no and it's like at some point they will come down who you are will be seen yeah and it's like and then it's almost Decept, like it's um, deceiving them because you're trying to convince them that you're someone that you're not. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what does that actually serve? What purpose is that actually going to give you in the end? Because the truth will always come out. Yes. Yes. And I definitely have, like anybody, oh, Shosh has your microphone. Um, oh, that's where it went. <laughs> Shosh is my cat and she found her microphone cover. So, um, around. <laughs> there's definitely times when, oh gosh, I lost my train of thought. Um, what were we just talking about? Mm. Um, being someone or like dating, that veil will be removed, and then at some point you will be like the truth will be out. Yes, I've had definitely a lot of hard conversations about like truth, and I'm always comfortable with having a hard com- or conversation. I think mm-hmm. confrontation is something that I almost <clears throat> thrive in <laughs> to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see confrontation, but I definitely would never back down from sure, it. So right, I'm right. always open to having a conversation. I definitely have had sit-down conversations. <sighs> we won't go into details. Like some of the biggest, most adult conversations I've ever had in my life. Like you know, that really, mm-hmm. I've made mistakes in my life that I've really had to own up to and have sit-down conversations with other people and look them in the eye and tell them things. But. Um, and being authentic is like I have the balls to do that, and I'm having I have the balls to stand up for myself <clears throat> and say what I didn't own up to it. If you're willing to have a conversation with me about it, right? Like let's let's talk it out. Well, and that's what it comes down to. It's courage. It's like to have the courage to be able to show up fully and to be able to own whatever mistake it is or whatever whatever happened. And it's like, but let's talk about it because I don't like just because I made one mistake doesn't change makes me a bad person. I'm not a bad person. So like, no, and no one's like, ever gonna convince me of any that. No. First of all, I, just, I, I agree. I once got sung by a bee and I cried because I knew that bee was going to die. Okay, because I love bees and I was like, no, that was going to die. So like, I'm not a terrible person. I'm a ridiculous person and I'm a human and I make mistakes, Mm -hmm. but like, I know my heart, I know my soul and Mm -hmm. those who do know me and are all willing to have deep level conversations with me know, know better. Yeah. So, well, they see you on a soul level. And I think when you're able to expose yourself on a soul level, that's what connects humankind. Like that's what really brings us all together and allows us to be, you know, Authentic. That is yeah. truly the root, yes. I think, of all of it. And mm-hmm. that was that one of my teachers used to always say, Sylvia, and she used to say, like, yoga or just the like 
scope of life is meant to remove the lampshades. Like it's meant to like, if you think of like, we're all this like big clay box and over time it's like, we start to carve out those pieces. And then after time, after we remove all the layers, then the true selves can be seen. Yes. And like, I think that that takes time. That takes a lot of self-discovery. And I think that's really knowing yourself. Definitely. And I think doing the work is like how you get to a point to be able to be like, I've seen all my sides. I know my dark. I know my light. Mm -hmm. And I accept all of that as, as who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of who that person is. And I have the courage to be able to let other people see that too. Definitely. Um, I'm speaking with my therapist, uh, in terms of like being authentic for me sometimes it's always just being on like brutally um unapologetically like myself and that can lead to a little bit of trouble because not everybody is not everybody is comfortable and safe with themselves so when you show them parts of you that may trigger them in some ways and and they don't like that right Mm -hmm. and with that said my current homework for next week's session is like how I can pick and choose who is actually a safe person for me to be fully vulnerable with. And this is like on a deeper, deeper level, right? Of like, sometimes I create, I share, I overshare with people because I want to one, help them understand why I am the way that I am and two, make space for them and show them I'm vulnerable with you. Cause I want you to know, like, this is, I'm never going to fucking judge you. I don't, yeah, I don't care. I've done a lot of crazy shit. And I've seen a lot of things. I've been through a lot of experiences. So I am not here to judge you. And if you ever need somebody, I'm here to talk to you about it. Like, I'm always here. And so, but again, it's led me in a little bit of trouble here and there. Um, I've been practicing my British accent. So if that happens to come out. That was not a fucking um, British accent. I know it's not. So that's why I've been working on it. Because it's not a British accent right now. It's like a mixture. I've been working on it. It's a mixture of like a, a very uh, bad leprechaun from Australia who's um, assimilated to the UK. Okay. So just just, whole, just throwing that in there. Only weird accents. It's because that's just what I've been doing lately. So that's embarrassing. You have a British accent, squirrel. that I was talking to a student, I taught yoga this morning and that's what we were speaking on is like, you don't have to let everyone see all of you all the time. Yes. And it's like, and that's a boundary. That's just like, Hey, there's certain people that I want to let in at certain times to be able to expose myself or share my story with. And Mm -hmm. and then sometimes I don't, I'm not in the mood. I don't necessarily want to go down that road and I might not feel safe to do so, but that's not going to, that's not me not showing up authentically. That's just me being showing up as I am in that moment yes. because we're not always a hundred percent. I'm not always like super vivacious and like want to go like balls to the wall. Like some days I'm more reserved. Some days I just want to like be in my little cocoon. Yes. Some days I need to like, I, I'm actually an introvert. So I actually have to be alone in order to recharge. Uh, I'm actually in a, um, an obscene extrovert, but I will say I have to recharge. Like I need a day where I just lay in bed the grandpa from Charlie and Chocolate Factory with my cat and I just eat food and like ignore calls and <laughs> post memes and people are like I see that you're you're on- online you're <laughs> online you're like this meme took me three seconds to share I don't want to have a conversation I don't feel like talking well and that's and that I think is also part about being authentic is ha- holding your boundaries and being okay to like institute them to be like I'm not in the mood to talk and like that's where I'm at or I'm not in the mood to do something I can say no and I think that that's what a lot of people have again it's just like people pleaser (laughs) I'm laughing because again I think I'm so funny but the other day I was at my sister's over the weekend or last weekend or whatever and wakes up in the morning and she's like talking to me talking to me and I was just like and she kept talking she's like what and I was like I don't want to talk to you right now she's like that's fucking rude I go you're just much can you like give me like talking like we're much. laying in bed and she's just like talking talking and talking, like telling me like, a full ass like story and like all these things and i was just like and then i can't read it on my face and i was just like so definitely i'm, I'm super extroverted i'll talk to anybody um but there's also times i'm like okay can i just get like an hour or two alone yeah. where no one speaks to me where i just listen to music and watch 
mm-hmm. TikTok or YouTube and look at memes, okay? Yeah. Because if I don't look at like a thousand memes a day, I'll die. Okay? <laughs> so if you... <laughs> so I don't... I thought you were going to say something so serious. <laughs> never. <laughs> I was like, never mind. <laughs> but yes. But I think that that, yeah, holding your boundaries, like being able to honor yourself, what you need, again, goes along with that not abandoning yourself. Like yes. sometimes giving yourself the space <clears> to be <throat> able to recharge allows you to be able to show up more fully in the other moments because like I gave myself that time like I definitely have to spend I have to spend one day I try I don't always do this but I usually spend one day alone in my house where I don't leave or at least that's always my like goal each week and then I just like do my things but I don't I can't like it's exhausting to me if Mm -hmm. I do it too much like after this weekend I definitely did not leave my house oh I, I did leave my house yesterday and I did a little bit of work but I barely spoke to anyone and I was thinking about how much I didn't want to speak to anybody and then I was hoping no one started conversations with me and I avoided eye contact with anybody that crossed my path. And those those moments were yeah. like, I just got to do that sometimes. And I'm like super friendly, but... Totally. I, not I did have a, a past okay. relationship where it was 24-7 go, go, go. And I think that's why that was like led... One of the reasons that led to like the end of us was that I was like, no, you go do that. I need... I want to stay. I want to be alone and he's like no you gotta call me please I'm like please god no please and so it was that and then I had another relationship where my friend was like okay I'll go with you here but please don't talk to any strangers I was like I can't make that promise there's no way I can do that I cannot confirm I I like your pants I like your shoes that's a good book like I just I also like to compliment people and like sometimes I'm very much my dad does the same thing where I'm like that's a good looking dog and then I'm like who says that it's such, wow. dad, it's such a dad thing to say, but I say it all the time. I rock green like by myself all the time, and I'm always like, "Oh!" Then I'll like call out the mix of the dog, and they'll be like, "How do you know that?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I'm a cat person, but Nola. I don't know what's a Caesar Milan or whatever the fuck his name is." Yeah, like Caesar Milan. Anyway, so yes, there's a fine line of <clears throat> oversharing, over talking, and then wanting to be alone. And I think mm-hmm. all of that is like a balance that helps you stay true to yourself right and like be well and knowing what you need in that moment and honoring it because I think if you know yourself and you're in tune enough to listen to your heart like your heart your intuition whatever you want to say or call it like if you're able to give yourself that space then you're able to honor yourself that's how you avoid not abandoning yourself that's how you know how to be authentic is because you're not lead like you're not letting other people decide for you and what you're doing in your life you're letting your own compass be that um leading the direction yeah all right. Now thinking about this, I'm going to go deep. When did, like, I know we've talked about this a little bit, but was there a point in time where things changed for you? Yeah. Uh, yes. When I decided that like, I could not live like this anymore. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I was just, I hate to bring this up and I like, I'm so sorry if he ever listens to this or like, you know, his friends want to tell him, um, in my, one of my last relationships, my long one, um, uh, was somebody I was with from like childhood mm-hmm. to like young adult, from, like almost, it was like over nine years. <clears throat> we were supposed to get married and I suddenly, you know, a couple months before the wedding, I was so fucking sad. Yeah. I, this is so dark, but I would like pray that something would happen to me. Cause I like just didn't want to be, I wanted, I wanted to unalive. I wanted to be unalive. Okay. Yeah. So if, if you know what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, please. But cause you'd rather not be alive than to be married to him. Oh God. That sounds so yeah it was kind of that and so I went you know I was going through therapy and trying all the things that I learned to like communicate with him as like I'm not happy I don't feel like you love me he's like I want to marry of course I love you and I'm like no I don't I think you love me like a family member you care for me but I don't think you like me and anyways and then I was like always having to like bite my tongue and like watch my p's and q's and like not allowed to wear certain things or being told that like all this crazy stuff and it just kind of like, oh my God, I cannot, I didn't come this far in life and get through everything that I went through as a child and through like all the trauma that I got through just to end up here. Like, mm-hmm. and especially the new, like Drake, the uh, search and rescue song or a lot. It is like, I didn't mean to come this far. Yeah. Like, like I didn't come this far just to come this far and not be happy. You know, Kim K I've been saying that. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's very true because I didn't go through all of that in my life just to end up in a relationship with somebody who, who I had to 
like dumb myself down or like be mm-hmm. small for yeah. right. I have this yeah. big, huge personality. Yourself, yeah. Yes. And I was like, no, I'm not doing this. If I was to stay in that relationship and, and marry him, I would have been divorced or dead. I swear to God, like I'm not joking. And I was like, I don't want this for my life. This no. is fucking sad. And I'm fucking 26. And I'm hot. And I was like, what the fuck bitch? You are hella funny. You are sexy and you are sad as fuck. You cannot keep doing this. And so that's really when I was like, okay, this can't happen. This is so wrong. And I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck what anybody has to say. Because we were together for so long, all of our friends were friends. I don't care if I call this wedding off and I disappoint everybody Mm -hmm. in my life. I can't do this. I have to do this for myself Mm -hmm. or I will never... We'll never recover. Like I, I was, that was really it for well, me. And I think you went through emotion or you had something that occurred that like literally rocked your entire world. And you're like, this is going against what everyone is telling you to do. And you chose yourself in that moment. Mm-hmm. And then we're rewarded from it. hundred percent tenfold. Like yeah. I couldn't imagine. I mean, it's, it's insane. And then, you know, um, being a little fiery empath, maybe I got to another relationship that is one. But it was like complete opposite. But like, you know, it was like one end of the spectrum to the other end. And so he's like super supportive. I could have really shaved my head off and he was like totally into that. But he also didn't respect any of my boundaries. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of the same thing. And and I, you know, moved away um, and wanted to start over just because I think a part of me wanted to get away from Seattle and get away from the reminders of like my past Mm -hmm. relationship and the people that I would see. And I was just like, ew, I hate it here. I hate this. So I moved away to help like find myself and in doing so, you know, I had some other big trials and tribulations and that. And then again, I was like, fuck, I really do need my family and my friends and people who know me, who know my soul and my heart and know my intentions and know the things that I've gone through that make me who I am today. And so a community is really, really important to me. And with that is like a community who understands me because they help me stay me because they love me for me which helps me be authentic but in that you know i've also definitely gotten big fights with people who are the closest to me and i felt like yes as i should but we've been able to talk through it and have those really hard conversations and sit down and cry and yell at each other and then you know walk out on each other but then come back together and have a conversation and cry again and that's what it takes really yes but through all that it's like those people help me to remind myself that like I'm worthy, I'm important and the things that make me, me, make me, me. And that's why they love me. Right. And so with that support gives me the, you know, added courage that like, Hey, I am worthy. I am important and loved and lovable. And I for a long time needed that additional help to see that for myself. Cause I, it. it was lost for me. And so with losing so many people close to me who not through death, but through just absence and leaving mm-hmm. in the past, I've always lost myself and it had always just ruined me and made me feel so small and so lost and so sad. And finally I was just like, bitch, you look, you're fine. You're good. You you're know so- yourself. You can take care of yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and only if there's a zombie apocalypse are you fucked because just, just I, to it, bro, just take it. I don't want to live this life anyways. <laughs> Scouring for, Scouring for food. Can, cans of mushy peas. No, just no. <laughs> but again, so yes. with all that, it's like it took a lot of loss and a lot of sadness and heartbreak for me to find myself, yeah. unfortunately. Well, and it's like sometimes the pain is the catalyst to be able to show yourself your true strength and what you're able to overcome. Yeah. I, I talked to my therapist about that. I was like, do I sometimes, ooh, this sounds so bad. <clears throat> do I stay in situations or, or make, do I self-sabotage in this way or like stay in places that I know aren't belonging to me and like get my heart broken because I know it'll be the extra like kick the and push that I need to become a better version of myself because I always kind of like grow through the pain which is something yes we're working on because we don't always have to 
um, hit rock bottom to bounce back up. Okay, yes. Be, yes. that's something I test not to tell myself, and now I'm telling you on this podcast. You don't have to hit the ground in to order to go. Yes. But I think sometimes that's the wake-up call that we need. Sometimes it's the only way to truly shake us out of whatever we're doing. Like, I know for, like, for me, I have to, like, I have to make the mistake myself. I have to, yeah. like, run into that burnt 100%. wall and to be able to, like, fall back and be like, okay, not that way. It's, like, let's go, let's, let's go around the wall. Like, it's definitely the, path. you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Like, you can show me and tell me all the yeah. ways <clears throat> that what I'm doing or how I'm living is wrong, but I'm not going to see it unless I'm ready to see it. Okay. And I truly believe that additionally because I will be the one who has to live with those consequences. If I just don't like cut somebody off cold turkey and never speak to them again, I'll have to live with that regret of did I do everything that I could to make that work? Mm-hmm. Like it, everything within my power to make that, you know, relationship work or make that friendship work or whatever it is. Did I, will I be able to sleep at night knowing I did everything that I could? Yeah. And if I, if I and don't, I won't be exactly. But if mm-hmm. I don't, then I will always think like, what if I did this? Or what if I could have done that? I should have done this. And I don't want to live my life with regrets like that. No, I don't think anybody really does. No. Like showing up for yourself authentically within relationships and friendships is like the biggest testament to authenticity because I think allowing yourself to be loved by someone for who you really are is what actually creates a long lasting relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so many times in life where we are challenged, especially in the dating world, to be able to like let all of those layers be peeled, peeled back. And uh, once you get there though, then it like, I think infiltrates within every area of your life to be able to say like, I'm here fully. And then when you're dating someone, it's like, this is who I am. So if you like it or not, like this is where I'm at. And then like, let's call the bullshit out from the very beginning so that we don't have to worry about this later on. Yes. And kind of going back to (laughs) me being like somewhat ridiculous is that I'm always, I prefer when I like meet men, I just like am myself and I'm like, let's meet up like in social settings with your friends and my friends or like, you know, things like that. So you can see like, me in the wild, right? Like, I, this is this is me at my worst, essentially. Like, yeah. you know, um, this is me when I'm, like, drunk or, like, you know, being silly with my friends. Yeah. And if you don't like that, and if you don't like my sense of humor and, like, my, like, brashness or aggressiveness, then, like, you're not going to really like me. So I'm not going to, like, meet up and wear, like, a sundress and be like, mm. Yes, please. No, like I'm obviously used manners, but you know what I mean. I'm not gonna be like, oh, that joke's so funny. Like, fuck <laughs> no. Stupid. Yeah, shh. <laughs> Drink up. No, I don't want that. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Take another shot. Like, let's go. Let Let's go. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No. So like, I like to. And then additionally, like, I'm not gonna over accommodate anybody up front. Like, mm-hmm. why would I go out of my way to do all these things? Like, just so what, show you or prove to you that I'm, like, worthy of whatever you think that that may be? Yeah. No, bro. I'm me. This is what who I am. This is what mm-hmm. I do. This is me being silly and weird. <laughs> and if you don't like that, then you're probably not going to like me later. So let's just establish that now and get it out of the way. Yes. Well, and then I think that that removes so much of the bullshit later on, because then you're not trying to, like, peel back the layers, like, after six months of being together, trying to be someone else. Yes. It's and not going to work. I, but that's been, but that takes a, I think a lot of people are afraid to do that. You know, a lot of people, they want to put together this image of who they think that people want, like, them to want to, them to be. And I remember there was, like, a mo- moment, like, God, it was probably, like, ten years ago, but... I heard this quote and it was like, remove the preconceived notions that others have on you and the preconceived notions that you have about yourself of who you're supposed to be. And once you remove all of that back, then who's left over? Like, who is that person? And I was like, what are the preconceived notions? Like, like when you were younger, what were some of the preconceived notions that you might have had on yourself of who you needed to be in order to be loved? Calm. (laughs) Yeah not crazy i have uh my mother's korean american she um moved here from korea when she was young and her mother's from korea so 
a little bit of like dragon mom and so she was always like you can't do that don't do that you know if you do this no one will marry you if you do this no one will like you if you do this no one will want to be your friend mm -hmm. so i was constantly like from the time i understood english i was like oh my god if i do anything no one will like me so i think i was always trying to be soft and gentle mm -hmm. and polite and accommodating you know and be like a traditional like 50s woman in a way mm -hmm. right and then but you're not raising me in an environment that would allow me to be soft so you know what you're gonna get Bianca <laughs> I was gonna add words but uh, you can just fill them in for yourself um and so now and so for a long time I definitely did that like with past relationships I was trying to you know mm -hmm be a pretty little housewife and be quiet and stay small and not interrupt well interrupting is rude so you shouldn't do that but you know what i mean like yeah. not put myself out there and then i realized like i'm a big personality and i have a i love hard i fight hard i'm loud i'm aggressive but i also am very soft if you allow me to be if you create an environment for me to be soft i can be yeah. but if you, you feel safe Mm -hmm. Like, why would I ever be someone's peace if you are just making chaos in my life? Like, the yeah. fuck? Yeah. You want me? Well, it's a defense mechanism. It's like, I can't, I need to protect myself in order to, like, and yes. sometimes that's fending people off in an aggressive manner. Yes. And so, I always thought I needed to be so, so many other things than what I truly was in order for people to like me and accept me mm -hmm. and love me and stay. And maybe stay is huge for me because I think I, I definitely have like a lot of abandonment issues, which for a long time contributed to the way that I would act around people, right? Because I didn't want them to leave me. Yeah. yeah. But with that, something would always happen where they did and I would think, why? Am I not lovable? Yeah, it was, I, am I not so. good enough? Is it because X, Y, Z? And then I finally, you know, kind of shifted through that and I was like, not everyone is meant to be in your life forever. You know, mm -hmm. you came into this world alone. You're gonna leave this world alone, or some some something silly like that. That that wasn't a British accent. That, that was a I don't know who that uh, impression was, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's just like, as long as I have me and I love me mm -hmm. and I'm true to myself and I'm doing what I know, like what you said, trust your intuition, trust my heart. I reflect on things a lot. I journal. I, my notes app goes crazy. Okay. The notes in my app, I would, I would be, no, they're locked for a reason. <laughs> you ain't seeing these notes. Okay. Um, and it's because I feel so deeply about everything. I really, really, really do. But that also helps me be me. And I, I want to be true to myself. And as long as I'm true to myself and I'm not losing who I am for somebody else, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. And you really will. And I think that that's what carries you out throughout your entire life mm -hmm. is to be able to be true. I definitely, I think that there's these moments and time where we're tested to be like, are you going to choose yourself? Are you going to choose you? Or are you going to choose like what you think other people want of you and what seems more desirable? Because I think there's definitely a large portion of my life where I like, I thought I needed to be this wife and what that meant as a wife. And that was like very overwhelming and exhausting. And I like, or a mother or there's all these things. And even now I struggle with it a little bit of what it means yeah, to be a mom. Cause I'm like, should I be out in these streets or should I like be at home? You know, like those are really the thoughts. That's what after last Friday night, Cinco de Mayo, I was like, man, I can't be doing this stuff. But like, there's this, like, I think there's sometimes that those things come up because there is this preconceived notion or this mold of like what you've been raised around or what you've been taught from like family members or from society or Definitely. movies or all of these like <clears throat> constant like bombardment of like who you should be. And like, once I like kind of relinquish all of that, then it's like, no, I'm just me. And then I'm going, I am a mom, but these are also parts of my personality. I am yes. like, I am a wonderful wife, but I'm also like a firecracker that likes to like run shit. So like, that's also going to be who I am. Yes. And I can't always just appease everybody else in order to keep the peace. Like I need to be able to honor who I am and what I want in life. And that, and just finding someone to match that, I think is like what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. And I think, like you said, finding someone to match that or someone who respects that about you. Personally, in the moments when I've been my most vulnerable and show people all the sides of me, 
or the, like mm -hmm. all the things that I've done and things that I do that mean, you know, some people will be like, mm, I don't like that. That's fine. That's, you don't live my life. You don't, yeah. you're not up here or in here and you don't have to deal with the consequences and yeah. of my actions. Okay. I'm not, as long as I'm not sincerely like physically hurting somebody or, you know, doing other you know, illegal, yeah, yeah, illegal things. Illegal things. Um, then, well, some illegal things. Um, <laughs> like, it's, I'm the one who has to live with this. You don't have to. It's going to be fine. And when I have been my true authentic self, I have found those, my true friends. Mm -hmm. Like, my relationships that will last me forever, truly. Yeah. And the people that I have lost, I've realized during our relationship, I always had to shield a part of me that's so truly me, right? Mm -hmm. I always felt judged in a way yeah. that I was just like, I should have known that like this wasn't going to be a like a with like a forever. forever or even like a long-standing relationship because you've shown me time and time again that you judge me for certain things, and mm -hmm. I should have. Now I'm learning at this age that I should have, I should have saw that back then and been like. We're going to put up a little bit of a barrier and a wall because it is a fine line, right? And me yeah. being authentic, it's like, I'm going to keep you at an arm's length rather than letting you really inside my circle. Truly. Mm -hmm. Because as vulnerable as I am mm -hmm. with somebody else, they're not always going to be as vulnerable with me. And they're not always going to be comfortable with that, yeah. with me being... Well, and that, and maybe they're not meant to be. Exactly. Right? Yeah. No, again, yeah. we're not for everybody. I, but I do love that part of that little judgment piece because I think as like someone who's very sensitive to the people around me, like you can feel when someone's judging you. 100%. And it's like, if I feel that from you by being myself, then it's like, there's something not right that about that. That gives me the ick. Yes. <laughs> and I should have listened to it. But instead I was so desperate to like have you know I wanted that like, love and affection mm -hmm. and attention or need that I wanted to be liked right yeah. I wanted that friendship to work because mm -hmm. I liked so much of that person that I really didn't see that ooh maybe this isn't actually we're not in alignment with yeah. who we are and yes. values yeah and that's like what are some like little like witness tests you know what I'm talking about little tests to be able to like is this like, am I being authentic or is this relationship or friendship a good fit for me? Like, are there things that go through your mind in order to be able to like parse out who is in alignment and who's not? Yes. Now looking back on it, it's like if somebody is willing to tell you everything about other friends that like some that their other friends do that piss them off like all the time, but then like are smiling in their faces or like make plans with them all the time. Mm -hmm. I now can see, like, if you're so quick to talk shit about other people in your life to me, like, for, like, the smallest things, and I'm just like, the fuck? Yeah. There's so many other things to be concerned with. Why are you concerned that this woman who's so busy, she has her own life, own kids, own business, and she didn't, like, call you on this day to, like, ask you if your if your tooth surgery went well like you're not dying yeah and she's everybody has a life and if you can understand that and give mm -hmm. compassion and empathy to people that like not everyone thinks the same as you and that's okay we're all humans but with that yeah. i think that that is a a little red flag of like flag, ooh, yeah. you're so quick to talk shit and tell me about this person like are you you're probably doing that with me yeah in return right mm -hmm. that's good things point. like that and then also like if I tell you something and ask you not to say it to somebody and then I hear back from like the grapevine that you told other people, that's also another red flag. There's been times when somebody's asked me not to tell something and I definitely told, but I reached out back up to that person and said, I, I, I did this. I said that. Mm -hmm. And if you want to punish me for that, that's acceptable. Like that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll never hear, Oh, anything I fucking said, I'll say it to your fucking face. So Ask me, bro. Ask me, bro. Have a conversation with me. Bro. But if you hit me with a text message, you ain't getting no fucking response. Okay. You can you can remove that. <laughs> um, no, but I think that there's there's truth to it because what you're saying is that I want you to be able to shoot it to me straight. Talk to me about it if there's an issue. Don't talk about it with other people. And then also, um, 
like be true to what you want in a friendship as well like be able to honor your own things and like know that there's trust on both ends of that yeah and I, I but I, I definitely 100% agree with the whole ick, ick factor like if someone makes me feel judged or makes me feel uncomfortable by simply being who I am then I'm like I'm just not gonna be around you like yeah like I don't I don't have to I get to choose who I spend my time and energy with and I want to choose to be around people that make me feel good that make me feel loved and seen and like when you see all of me like I'm willing to be seen in the fullest expression but if you see that and I just feel like this like little like you're tearing me down in your mind who does want to be around that like go be around other people that maybe are more in alignment or more similar to you but like I love being around people that are different I love people that have different perspectives I love to learn I love to experience life with people that from like a broad range and from Mm -hmm. a diverse background because I think that that's where beauty comes from that's where we really learn and grow with one another 100% like I've always wanted to like I enjoy traveling I enjoy talking to new people because you never know what that person will share with you if you're willing to be vulnerable with them and then be vulnerable with you that can help give you that like sign or that life lesson that you've been looking for or to help open your eyes to a different perspective right and that all comes from having genuine heartfelt conversations and that person being authentic with you and showing up and you know holding space i've I've had plenty of conversations with people from all over the world Mm -hmm. and it's so nice and and, you know then i've shared those stories with my friends and said oh when i was here i met this person and they you know gave me this advice and i'll always like love it right i have a bracelet from some guy that i met i think i was maybe in mexico or the philippines and he gave me like one of his little like beaded bracelets because we had this like heart-to-heart conversation in the pool and i was like crying because i had a lot of tequila of course but we like you know shared these stories and he's like you're gonna be okay and he like gave me one of his like bracelets right it was just like i have it it's in my like um like my memorabilia drawer and it's just like things like that like you just because those are things that really impact you because they were true they were heart they were soul like that's a soul connection it's like i see you you see me and like we're now connecting on a deeper level than like probably like a lot of other people because we're allowing ourselves to you're allowing all the layers to be pulled back and like to be vulnerable yes and i think vulnerability like there's so many studies that are done on it but the more vulnerable you are the more honest that you are the less shame you experience 100%. because you're like no i'm not hiding anything this is all of me so if that doesn't drive <clears throat> with you then that's fine but like i'm okay with who i am no matter what nonetheless yeah. Oh man, I, we could probably talk about this forever. And I, I definitely do think it's really valuable. And it's something that I think once I became 100% of who I was in all of my different settings, I was able to like really link up with people. And like you were one of those people. Yeah. I remember the moment I met you, I was like, I love her. And I was like, we're going to be friends. We sat, talked for hours. It was so <laughs> nice. Like, I was like, want to come over to my house, come wine and talk? And we just sat here and for hours. And I was like, wow. We're going to be best friends. <laughs> We're going to be best friends. Well, and that is like, but I think that's, those are the moments I'm seeking. And if I can't find that with someone, then I'm kind of like, I don't need it. Like yeah. I, I have so, I have almost, I have such limited time and space to be able to like show up for different people and different things, my job and my three jobs and my daughter. And so it's like, I, and I want, like, I think most importantly, I want to be able to teach Bella that too. Like I want to teach the youth. I want to teach other people, like, I see you for who you are, and I love you for who you are, and never let anyone dim your light. Never let anyone dull, like, the sparkle and the essence of who you are, because that is your gift. That's your magic. That's your essence that you get to share with this world, and you are destined to do that. Like, there's a reason why you were designed the way you were, Mm -hmm. and the more you honor that, and the more you're truthful to that, then we then give others permission. Then we encourage, we invite everyone else to be able to show up yes fully. i think also a part of being authentic is like understanding that you're not perfect and nobody is and that it, oh. you are just you are who you are and you always want to strive to be better and to grow and to learn and to you know apologize but you have to be able and be willing to be open to yourself and to others in order to grow right and to become mm-hmm. better so being authentic to me is also just being open I'm I have a very open mind about essentially like everything like I don't I really just don't have much judgment on like mm-hmm. everyone is going to do something and everyone's going to make mistakes and unfortunately most yeah. people are going to hurt you at some point or another you just have to understand that 
that is life. And maybe in that moment they didn't mean to or they didn't understand. I don't think people are as malicious as you may make them out to be. But you also have to understand, like, look at yourself and who you were five years ago, ten years ago, one year ago. Mm -hmm. Do you think you're that same person? If you say yes, you need psychological help. If you think, no, I'm not the same person, good. You should be growing. You should be changing. With that, you should be open to new experiences and conversations and, you know, things. Just trying to become more true to yourself. Well, and recognizing that you will evolve, you are going to change and who you are is going to shift because the only constant is change. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, see yourself. You're going to have new experiences. You're going to have new life. Like you're going to have different relationships. You're going to have different conversations. Like life, the world around us is going to change. So why should we even try to attempt to say the same person that we were? No. Makes me sad, but also happy. Like you're, you're supposed to change. You're supposed to evolve and grow and you know, of course you want things, there are reasons why you are the way that you are and those things make you you, but, mm-hmm. you the know, core of you does I feel like, yeah, we could definitely talk about this forever. It's like a fine line, like, yeah. you should be open, but I think as part of me being authentic and living authentically is being, I'm very open-minded to everything and I, I have a lot of compassion and then mm-hmm. I try not to take things serious or personally because I understand that yeah. how I feel and what I see is not the way that everybody else Mm-hmm. sees or feels things and that's okay truly and i'm not going to take that personally or like mm-hmm. you know which in the past i definitely would if anybody said anything about me especially somebody who was close to me i would absolutely be shattered mm-hmm. shattered i would it would ruin my life yeah. i would be so sad and that's part of then i would lose myself with that yeah. but now it's like you know that's how they feel that's what they think and I can't change anybody but myself. I'm not in control of anyone but myself. Mm-hmm. So I can't. I can't control how the other person views me. All I can do is control my reaction to it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. yeah. That's all. But there is um, there is this fine line, and I'm and I'm grateful to be in a place where I'm so centered. I'm so grounded in who I am that I'm able to hold space for myself and being messy I think that that's the part where that's at least the hardest part for me because like I don't like to make mistakes and I do like to feel like I'm like have my shit together to a certain extent so when I feel like my world is in upheaval or I don't have a plan or I don't have this like I don't have it intentional about how everything's falling together it does it makes me feel really uncomfortable that's like probably Mm -hmm. the only time where I'm like if someone were to come like into my space and be like wow, she's just like, she does has no idea what's fucking going on right now. And it's just like, her house is, or like feels like a shit show in a way. And I'm like, that's the one part that gets me. And I think that definitely stems from my mother who always had to be very composed and everything had to be perfect. Yes. That like, that's the one, that's the one thing I'm still working on is like to be able to like fluff my work or like, like fall over my words. Like even within being a yoga teacher, if I like mess up, I would be like so like I would literally be so in my head afterwards. I was like shit, I fucked that up, blah blah blah, and I would just be like so upset about it. And now I'm just like, you guys, I keep fucking that up, and then I'll just like say it out because I think the more we're willing to admit and be true, it's like mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah, don't judge your don't judge yourself. Don't yes. speak. Don't judge yourself, I, and that's the first step. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And you treat others as you treat yourself. So I definitely I can understand with that. Yeah, like the being messy part. Because I think from an outsider's perspective, my shit looks like this bitch is unhinged. Um, but I definitely like I have I have a lot of routines and I have structure and there's things that I do to, to practice my own self care and conversations that I have and things that I do that I don't let everybody see right. Mm-hmm. And so, and I know that and that's another part. I was like, you can think whatever you fucking want because I know who I am and I know what I do and I'm just Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Well, and I think if someone is, so I would say, what is one piece of advice for someone that might be in the thick of it right now that's really trying to like remove the layers, that's trying to like live authentically? Like, what hurdle do you think that they might come up against? And what's some kind of solution that you could offer? I would say making lists of like pros and cons. I'm a huge list gal. I have like five journals all through my house and my notes app where I constantly am making pros and cons as for like all types of decisions right whether big big or small like whatever the scale is I'm always thinking like 
what are the pros and cons or like what is it i really want out of this year out of this month out of this life out of this relationship and i try to think about like start at a worst case scenario and work myself back and and like i don't know how i'm trying to make this make sense but like i I think writing it down really does help. And I'm not saying like you have to journal or anything, but putting pen to paper and then seeing it or also just like, instead of it just bouncing around in your head all the time, all the things that you may be mm-hmm. thinking, it's really, really helpful, at least for me, to put it down on paper. Yeah. And even if I want to rip that page out and throw it away, burn it, like <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to do, that's fine. Just putting it down on paper and, and then reading it back and seeing it or saying it out loud, right? It's so different. It is. You really look at it differently and you're like, that's... Well, because you can parse out the facts of it versus just the storyline yes. that you're making yes. in your head. The biases that you are like incorporating into whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's part of me being also vulnerable is I like to have a conversation with people who are close to me about things and... Mm-hmm part of my oversharing is like I want you Mm -hmm. I want to know what you think people who are close to me right I want to get your like feedback and stuff but sometimes I want to just see my own feedback so I write it down so I guess for people who are in the thick of it just try to think about like what it is you really truly want when you are old in a nursing home or you know I don't know if we're gonna be able to make it to a nursing home whatever that is when you look back on your life what do you not want to regret? What do you really want to leave behind? And not necessarily like a legacy, yeah. like all these like money and stuff. But like, do you want... How do you want to be remembered? Yeah. How do you want to be remembered? And what are the things that you want to think about before, you, like on your on your last dying days? Like, You could die tomorrow. Let's be honest. That is very true. So love people who love you. Compliment strangers. Buy the shoes. <laughs> buy the shoes buy the, and final note from Bianca buy the shoes <laughs> oh, I was like trying to think of okay one the biggest challenge I think that a lot of, like love yourself yeah like yourself like yeah. really think about the things that you that you're about that bring you that make you feel like you're valuable and own all of that yeah and recognize that no one is perfect everyone has their flaws so recognize you're going to have things that aren't perfect about you and that's okay but own who you are and all of the contributions that you're making into the world around you and bring those to the forefront of your mind remind them yourself of that every single day like this is why i'm showing up this is why i'm important this is why i matter and me being authentic i can only people will only see that people will only receive this from me if i am true to who i am and those are the gifts that you were given. So share them. Be able to like be a hundred percent whatever that is. And if you run up against like self-doubt or you know low self-esteem or just self-deprecating thoughts, come back to like why what makes you unique, what makes you different than everybody else. And sometimes we can create shame around those things, but mm-hmm. like using that as your superpower, recognizing that that is your gift to be able to be shared. And that just like, I think that always shakes me out of like, I'm super sensitive. I'm really emotional. And so I'm always like, oh man, this is like a weakness that I feel like I have. But in actuality, it's definitely a superpower because I connect Mm -hmm. with people on a more empathetic level than like, Mm -hmm. I've been in the darkest of days with a lot of fucking people. Like I used, Mm -hmm. I worked at um, domestic violence and sexual assault services. I used to be in the room with women that were just raped. And like, that's a really dark, shameful moment for someone. And for me to be able to show up for them, to be so open, to be so vulnerable with them, to be able to let them know that they did nothing wrong, that they're still loved and they are worth everything and they did nothing to deserve that. And to be able to just be there with them. Like I could, I don't think I could have done that if I didn't allow myself to feel as deeply as I could, because I had to like go into where they were to be able to understand the emotions that were going on for them and to not be like, to be truly non-judgmental and to like remove judgment, stop judging yourself and stop fucking judging everybody else. No one needs it. There's really no fucking point of it. No. Sorry. I just like, that's like my one thing. Stop judging other people. Stop judging yourself and just love yourself. Just live life. You cannot change anything in the past. You just have to wake up each day and think, okay, today I'm going to make it a 
this is the youngest you'll ever read is today, right? You'll ever read again. God, I love all my silly quotes and my accents. Um, and it's just like, <laughs> you will never read this. That's my favorite one. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, be kind to others and apologize and communicate and just keep things moving. And, and love yourself. Never let what other people have to say about you mm-hmm. really change how you change the inner dialogue that you have with yourself. Yeah. And if you don't love yourself first and foremost, how do you expect other people to love you? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, all right. Thank you guys all so much for joining us and having this conversation. If you want to learn more about Miss Bianca, then feel free to follow her on Instagram at Bianca.jane. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this. So feel free to comment um, on the episode or on YouTube or even just reach out over Instagram for me as well as at Ferracino, F-E-R-R-A-H-C-H-I-N-O. And um, yeah, like what helps keep you authentic? What helps you connect to your true self? And how do we peel back those layers and encourage other people to do the same Let's all kind of like rally together because I think the world needs this radical idea of self-acceptance of really coming into who we are all meant to be um, so that we can kind of have an up-leveling on a very deep level. So Mm -hmm. I agree fully. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye. Don't say shit. Don't say shit. Don't say shit. I gave this bread. You wrote me some head and they ain't so close to me. She moved out of state. She didn't want to live. She's singing for gifts. Shiny's going legit. Shiny's going legit.